0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's a Dapper Devil Productions. See? All right. Hello everybody, and welcome to the this wonderful episode of Glee. Glee. Aggressive.
1: Aggressive.
0: My name is Karina
1: my name is ian
0: and we are here to discuss the season finale of season one episode 22 entitled the journey to regionals
1: holy shit we've made it
0: we have we've made it this is a full season of glee we have watched now ian has now watched an entire season of glee on his own terms.
1: It's true, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, uh, I feel like the operative point here is that I elected this to was, do this. Um,
0: this was your idea. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for, like, I don't know if we talked about that. I think so. This I, was EU's I mean, I think plan. when, um,
1: when Gold Digger came up in, like, whatever first couple episodes mm-hmm. that was, I, I think I mentioned that when, uh, Matthew Morrison is the Grinch came out as a thing, I, I, Got to thinking about how yep. we just let that happen. We just let um, Matthew Morrison rapping songs on Glee happen, and then um, a podcast was formed.
0: Well, it's been a wonderful. Our journey to Regionals has been just as lovely and probably less dramatic. I was than and I Paris was going to
1: say probably more lovely because <laughs> it's because we're on mm-hmm. the outside of this
0: and we're adults.
1: We're adults. <laughs> it's true. Yikes. Um,
0: uh, this episode originally aired June eighth of two thousand ten. Cool. So right on schedule. Yeah. Alright, let's go. Let's party. Let's do
1: it. Let's dive in. We have a recap where um the first words out of anyone's mouth are I don't know why anyone would want to miss an episode of Glee, but here's what happened in case you did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um Sure. If they, like they do a good job of like laying out the stakes, but like that's really it. Like they don't really recap the whole season. But they do mention no. if they don't place at regionals, it's over for the Glee Club. Also, Quinn's mom is here. That's important. Yes. Um, it's
0: important to note that Quinn's mom showed up in the recap. Yes. Um, it also be- will become kind of important that the definition of what it means to place in regionals yes. seems to be odd because as it'll come up, there's only three people competing in regionals. Yes. And by most people's standards, everyone places because... I was thinking that too. There's, But it appears that for the standards of this show, in this case... To place is to not come in last, basically. Pretty
1: much, yeah. Um, Because
0: even if you were third, it means you were the worst, and that's not what we want.
1: Right. We start this journey uh, of this episode.
0: (laughs) I'm already, like... uh, (laughs) We're going to start doing the thing that the Gleek does. How many times are we going to say journey? I'm so mad already.
1: Like, I'm... uh, Like, I accidentally texted Karina the word journey today, and she was like, (laughs) I see what you did there. And I was like, I just did now. Like, when you pointed yeah, it out I'm to gonna me. I'm going
0: to screenshot that, and, and it will be on our Instagram. I can't
1: wait. Um, <laughs> um,
0: so, but yeah. we can all roast Ian appropriately. It's fine. I deserve um, it. So, Sue is judging regionals now.
1: Surprise. Is anyone surprised?
0: Because she is a celebrity. She's a celebrity. And the theme is celebrity guests.
1: Remember, this is Ohio. Um, yes. I do appreciate that she uses the word banality in describing Will's yeah. life. Like, I just... That's just a great word to throw in there.
0: But of course, this sends Will up in arms.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, his his first thought is to take this to the principal. right? Um, the principal has no jurisdiction on the show choir competition. And he
1: says that, too. Like, even he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? I can't do anything about this.
0: Right? It's not his fault that Sue is famous enough in Ohio to be tapped to, or at least be able to wheedle, weasel her way into judging a pretty low-stakes show choir competition. Also, like, Figgins
1: makes a good point that, like, Will has to deal with this. And yeah. Will also should just be spending this time getting his team in gear for regionals, as opposed to bitching yes. and moaning to the principal who can't do anything about this.
0: Can't do shit about it.
1: Even though he is right in that Sue has pulled some shady shit in the past.
0: Obviously, but it doesn't matter. As, he's, as he says so many times, this is truly out of his hands, Will. <laughs> Will like his hands are tied. His hands are tied. Will.
1: Um. Then we get a flashback of the baby's conception. We get
0: it. We get a flashback of Puck and Quinn on the night that they boned and made a baby. <laughs> yes. Um. So this scene, I don't know what its intention was. But it made me extremely uncomfortable. Yeah, it
1: wasn't fun.
0: At one point, she stops, like, kind of, like, stops in and is like, are are we, like, are we sure we want to do this? And he says, yeah, have another wine cooler. And that, like, literally sent a chill down my spine. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. This is played, that was played for a joke several episodes ago. And it wasn't funny then, but then to see it playing out... Makes it extremely less funny. Two
1: thirds of a season ago, this was just uh, Mm -hmm. this was a one-off line. They
0: like yeah, and they like checked all of
1: their boxes here. Like wine cooler joke, check. Um, Mm -hmm. What about Finn? He's your best friend, check. What about protection? Trust me, check.
0: Yeah, like Mm
1: -hmm. Jesus. Yeah, I don't. Oh, and I sorry. Um, no, say it. uh, Say it to me again. You're not fat. Check.
0: Yeah. I just like. The fact that they've glossed over it before and they decided to bring it back to it, that, like, it's very possible. They, she doesn't, they don't play it that way, so it's hard to tell, but the, is kind of implied that Quinn was almost too drunk to say no, which was the, kind of the implication, even if that's not the implication they're trying to, it's clear that that's not what they wanted to do, but that's how it felt, and I don't like that at all. I think
1: that's a really good point. Like, I even forgot about the wine cooler thing. Yeah. And then she said, and then even when she said it, I was, or even when he said it, I was like, okay, yeah, they like, they did the callback and then it's like, no, it's like, that's, it's so much worse than that. It's It's so much worse than that. Yeah. Um, So
0: I didn't like this at all. And then it has like this weird cut where Quinn is like standing, looking sorrowfully out the window at Will's apartment. And you're like, what are you doing here?
1: That was my next note, which is what is she doing here? Um, everyone's like. Every, turns out everyone at the Glee Club or is there. Um, everyone from the Glee Club yeah. is there, and they're all sad.
0: They're here. They're here ostensibly to have a pizza party and do a nomination for the set list, which strikes me as something that should have been done already. How many times
1: have we talked about how like they have so many numbers to pull from, especially because every time they're just doing new numbers, they should have had a set right. list down by now
0: months ago like, uh, as we've learned from our previous episode talking Victorian of a glee club it takes a lot longer to perfect a number than you can't just choose however many days it is before regionals to pick your regionals numbers if and if nothing else
1: only to spoiler alert do don't stop believing again right um <laughs>
0: Also, like you probably have to submit these numbers and all uh, like your lighting requirements because, as we'll see in their competition, they had lighting requirements. Yeah. So, get off their ass. Um, <laughs> um, this the besides that this scene to me had big last day of camp energy. <laughs> oh my god, that's it. Oh my yeah. <laughs> uh. where you're just like. everyone's crying and someone, and there's always one girl, and it's always a Rachel, who's like, can we just go around and say what we liked best about camp? We're all gonna still be friends, guys, even though we go to high schools at eight different states. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh my god. Last day of Glee Camp. (laughs) That's what it was. Oh man.
1: That aside, like, Tina's whole bit crushed me.
0: Oh my god, the I well, first of all, I didn't believe her because she was clearly already friends with Artie before joining, glee um, club. So sure. why weren't they Facebook friends? But, sure, but her saying yeah, she had two Facebook friends and they were both her parents is crushing. It's so crushing. I
1: don't know. I just I just love seeing, like outcasts make friends. Like mm-hmm. that one that bit spoke to me. If not from personal experience, then from secondhand experience, and it's like that shit. Right. Like that's. I mean, and again, like, big last day of camp energy aside, um, like, that's so much, like, yeah. the show could have been, as we, sa- have, as we have said before, that. Yes. It could have been so much more about the the friends they made along the way.
0: Yeah, and especially like, the mentions of, like, look, like, Without this club, we have nothing, we don't have a lot in common, right. we, like, are in all different social orders, so why would these people even talk to us without, like, the the magic of Glee Club right. holding us together? And even
1: Puck was like, yeah, you're right, like, we wouldn't speak to mm-hmm. you. Um, I don't know what I said that my note here is, oh, fuck you, Finn, but I guess he said something um, ah. to rally the troops and be a hero or whatever.
0: Oh, I was, I have something about that. What was it? But I don't. Well, do we go back to Emma? First? Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, we we get to see Emma again, um, who's back in her role of one, the singular sensible adult with sensible advice, right? And even to basically be like get good. Yeah.
1: So I also noted that Brad Falchuk directed this. Um, I don't know if that's like mm-hmm. important. Um, but I figured it was worth noting because he's one of the, yeah, main people behind it. Um, yeah. But. He, Will is back in Emma's office, and even Emma's like, I don't know what you want from me right here. Yeah. Um, everyone's so focused on winning. Yeah. Or the fact that they can't win because Sue was a judge. That's why everyone is so sad in the last day of camp scene. Um, mm-hmm. Emma reminds him of that moment that she played for him that was apparently the right. best moment of his life performing in Glee Club. Yes. Which now I'm also remembering how, no, the best moments of that were the bus
0: rides. Right, make up your mind, make up your William. mind, William. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, I missed you." And she's because like, all it takes is one good piece of advice for Will to remember why he liked Emma. Fuck off, and then Will. she's like, "I'm dating my dentist," <laughs> which I mean, I don't. Do you think she was lying? Well, I could answer that question, but it involves future knowledge.
1: Okay, then we'll put a pin in that. But whether she's lying or not, like fuck off, Will. Um,
0: and then, well, Will's first response to hearing that a woman is dating someone is to basically be like, oh, did you fuck him? Oh, I hated that. It is. And, yes, it's not just him. It is him being gross, but it was because uh, Emma's virginity had been a plot point for them earlier. So he feels like it's his business that he should be able to know that. It's not his business. And she even says, like, um, and he was like, no, wait, I shouldn't have asked that. But then, She tells him anyway that she hasn't And as far as we
1: know, they have not spoken to each other in X amount of time.
0: However long it's been, they have not really been speaking. And
1: Um, yet again, no one has even spoken to a woman.
0: (laughs) And then we cut to Will driving his shitbox car. Which
1: I had a question on because wasn't he, like, into cars for a day?
0: Yeah, he was, but I think it was implied... Well the impl- implication is he's a poor teacher who can't afford to get his car fixed, but he could afford to fix up that other car when Terry got it for him, but not to fix his current car. Sure. It's it's for a bit, it's for the callback to the first episode. Fine. Um and then my note here is, uh oh, who is that creeping up behind us? Well, I do believe it's Don't Stop Believing again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's Don't Stop Believing on the car and like a specter looming behind me, I have to hear it again. <laughs> And he stops the car seemingly in the middle of the highway. Yeah. You don't really see him pull over. I, he
1: just stops. I clocked that too. Like, I I was l- genuinely afraid that he, that he was, like, gonna get hurt. Um, yeah,
0: I was like, oh, is this when he gets into a car accident and we all learn a lesson that I way? Thought, yeah, I
1: thought that was going to be a full plot point here. But no, he has somehow made yeah. his way onto the shoulder and he is crying in his car over Glee Club. Um,
0: He's crying about Journey.
1: Crying about Journey. Um... Relatable, no I guess.
0: Um, mm. um, yes. This is where I have my Finn notes. Oh, go immediately on. after that. Go on
1: because I don't have. He
0: storms up to Rachel and is like, "What the fuck was that in in Houston's apartment? You're supposed to be, supposed to be our leader. And if you had, if you hadn't gotten all sad, we would still be all rallied because we need someone to le-. like. He's basically like, "You're so annoying all the time, but you being annoying is what keeps us motivated." Right. And then she kisses him. okay Right? That's exactly how I felt about this.
1: Moving on. He gave a good
0: motivational speech, and then she kissed him on the lips, which is, I guess, literally supposed to be enough for us to be like, oh, right, remember that they were a thing. They were a thing. And th- there's still feelings there. This is. They some... don't talk about it again. Really? Yeah. <laughs> actually. In the rest of this episode, that will not right, come right, right. up. Other things might, but that moment will not.
1: Oh, yeah, right. Uh, Okay, yeah, well, um,. Then we found out that this whole thing has taken place over the course of a year.
0: Which, fine. Fine.
1: Um, uh, And Will is doing another one of his motivational speeches again because it's not about... Okay, I wrote this down word for word um, because who cares what happens when we get there when the getting there has been so much fun?
0: Has it? Has it been fun? I don't
1: know. It was...
0: Well, the the thing about this speech for me is he's like in five years... You won't remember who sang the solo, right? And what song you sang? And I was like, "You won't? Fuck you, bitch! I rem- I haven't performed on a stage since I was a sophomore in high school, maybe. And I could tell you every single solo and any performance I ever had. For example, in middle school, middle school chorus, the first solo I ever got was in a Newsies medley. I got to say the line, "A corduroy suit with fitted knickers." Quarter-
1: King of New York? Oh, do I suit with, it with it it knickers. knickers? Yeah. Oh, my God. That was, in fact, the
0: first solo I ever got. I'm really happy for you. And that was you. well over a
1: decade ago. Oh, man, I'm so happy for you. That's so... Oh. Thank
0: you. It was a big moment. Um, and I can imagine, Ian, that you remember plenty of solo songs you've sung from from more than a decade listen, ago. Listen,
1: I remember my first solo in a choir. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, I can't... I don't think you know this one. Okay. <laughs> And I wouldn't, like, go into it if, I, if it wasn't another one of those stories that was like, Ian, what is your fucking life? Um, hell, yes. Hell, yes. Ten-year-old uh, fifth-grade Ian had just gotten into musical theater. Mm-hmm. Already a classical musical fan. Um, classical Obviously. music fan. Just got into musical theater, now deciding, I'm going to be an actor one day. Um, spoiler alert, I did. Um, anyway. <laughs> and so... The choir that I sang in was fifth and sixth graders, and there was an opportunity for a solo, um, and like anyone who wanted to could audition, and I did. Obviously. And I and I think even then I was like, okay, well I'm a fifth grader; it's probably going to go to sixth graders, but you know, gotta gotta get the experience somehow. Um, and then I was the only fifth grader of four soloists.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: three sixth graders and me to sing solos in Hero by Mariah Carey.
0: <laughs> oh my god, you've timed that so well. Out of If you had been like Karina, please try to guess what song Ian would have had a solo in in his fifth grade chorus. Pick any song in the world. You won't get it right and it would have been true. <laughs> Why were you singing Hero by Mariah Carey I, in your chorus? I don't know. It was just
1: we we didn't pick we didn't pick the music.
0: I'm, no, obviously. I'm, and I'm
1: surprised that the woman who did pick the music picked that music. It wasn't even like that time we did "Smooth" by Rob Thomas and Santana, where the guy who picked the music <laughs> was just kind of a cool, like in touch with rock music and pop culture kind of dude. This was a woman who we were all afraid of. Why was she picking Mariah Carey for us?
0: She fucking loved Mariah Carey.
1: I'm I'm learning a lot about Mrs. Cardillo right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we all are (laughs) miss Cardillo. if you are listening please call in and explain yourself yeah and then like she didn't even assign a
1: solo she was just like okay well you guys choose which one you want to do
0: oh yeah did you have to fight a sixth grader
1: no um i think like it just they just kind of fell into place
0: Uh yeah yeah uh we did a miss saigon medley why and the only part of it (laughs) we did a lot of medleys um, we did we did the Newsies medley. We did an Aladdin medley. We did a Miss Saigon medley. And the only part I remember was the song about Bui Doi. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. They're
0: conceived in hell and born in strife, which is a fun song for a for a seventh grader to sing. Yeah,
1: uh, Lord.
0: Anyway, so the fact that Will is like in five years you won't remember who sang the solos is absolutely Clearly, we... everyone will remember.
1: Write in to gleeaggressive at gmail dot com with your you've, receipts. You've,
0: yeah tell me what your first solos were because i know if you've listened to this podcast you've at least once auditioned for it and tried to bag a solo in some performance
1: haunted uh okay well so they're not just gonna do don't stop believing because don't stop believing was a nine we got to make it a 10 they're gonna do And you
0: know what will make it a 10
1: a journey medley
0: I don't think anyone really has honestly ever sat down and said, you know what would make this day better? Only listening to Journey. (laughs) (laughs) It won't make it worse, but it's not going to elevate my day to a 10. I
1: agree. Um, And then, of course, of course, A, everyone's on board, and B, he says the words, regionals, here we come.
0: Yeah, also, it's kind of implied that they have about a week until regionals, which means they're learning... An entirely new set list, with the exception of Don't Stop, which they do already know. Um, do they? Because, They're I learning mean, a whole thing. It. They did well, it... Well, five of them know it, for sure. Right,
1: but also, they did it back in whatever fall month the pilot was in. right?
0: Fall many moons ago. Yeah. Uh, I just said, yes, this seems like a wise and good business move.
1: <laughs> uh, well, then all of a sudden, we're at regionals. Boom! Boom. No... No foreplay. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. All
0: regionals, no waiting. All regionals, no
1: waiting. That's better. Um,
0: (laughs) Although no regionals, no foreplay is also (laughs) sounds like... (laughs) I don't know what it's the title for, but it's the title for something. I was just
1: going to cut that line out, but I'm not going to now. No. But, okay, I mean, like, maybe I'm wrong here, but, like, Josh Groban and Olivia Newton-John are not going to be judges.
0: No, obviously they're not going to be judges, but they're going to be judges because... They they already exist in the Glee universe, sure. the Glue universe. The Glue universe. Um,
1: I guess yeah, calling back to whatever that Steve. was. Yeah, um, and and Rod Remi- um, Rod Remington S- and Sue. Rod Remington. Great.
0: Yes, what a fun mix of callbacks! Like they're all people we've had episodes about before. Josh Groban coming all the way back from what episode two? Um, Literally, maybe three.
1: I think three because yeah. yeah.
0: And so they kind of just pop right into it, and we we hear the first group performing. Oral they are intensity. Aural, oral intensity. I can't really say it it's 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 basically A U uh, R A L. I mean it might as well be homophonic like to ears. oral. Yes. It is. That's the joke. Yeah. Um presumably it's a blowjob joke. I don't it, is it's it not though? a really good one. It's not a good one, but I assume that's what it was. But whatever. Um their whole bit is that they don't... We never really see them, and they're doing a mashup of Olivia Newton-John and Josh Groban songs, so uh, the only one I could clock for sure was You Raise Me Up, because everyone knows You Raise Me Up, and whatever bullshit Olivia Newton-John song it was with.
1: Sure. Um, magic,
0: is it what it's called. I happen to look it up. You
1: have to believe we are magic. That one?
0: I don't know. You know more Olivia Newton-John songs than I do.
1: Fine. <laughs> Yeah, then there's another, like, pep talk, like, where someone turns off the, uh, the, uh, monitor in the dressing room. Yeah. Probably Will.
0: It's, it's Will who says, like, whatever, get out of, don't let them feel like this, we're gonna beat them. Um... I have two final notes before we get to the next performance, which is one, uh, while typing my notes, I fucked up my autocorrect, and now whenever I type grobin it automatically capitalizes capital G, capital R, capital O, lowercase b, capital A, lowercase n.
1: Mine does the same thing. What? But without the B, mine automatically, yeah. for some reason, capitalizes grobin immediately
0: like i it's it's the, it look i look like a crazy person typing in like code <laughs> with how many times i had to write josh grobin and it's just wrong and i did it once cuz i was trying to type like in like big like all caps like josh Groman and then i fucked up and now it's like oh you want to talk about josh grobin <laughs> in all caps you're clearly very excited
1: about josh grobin
0: <sighs> so it's it's a, it's not a note about the show but more of that now I've fucked up my autocorrect, and if I ever want to write Josh Groban again, our it's own personal
1: look algorithms dumb. are fucked. Um,
0: um, also, every so the, they're in their competition wear. Uh, all the girls are wearing bumpets.
1: Yes. I don't know if you
0: remember what a bump-it yes, is. Yes, I do.
1: Uh,
0: every single girl in that room is wearing a bumpet, which is ex- like you, 2010, baby. It was bumpet season.
1: <laughs> bumpet season, baby
0: me and my friends bought bumpets once in high school to try them because we thought it would be funny and they fuck up your hair do they yeah because you have to like put a comb in and then you have to like tease the hell out of your hair so brush it back so it can then like i feel like i remember
1: i feel like i remember those commercials just sort of being like insert and get on your way well
0: of course that's what the commercials want you to think yeah it was not that easy sure um so bump it louder come on um
1: Thank you for somehow being in my head. Like, That's
0: what the Black-Eyed Peas are singing about, right? The What is that Oh, man. Does Glee do any Black-Eyed Peas? Let's find out. Hold, please. I know
1: we're full tangenting, but I gotta know.
0: No, I mean, I gotta know now, too. I bet, I bet they do, they don't. Fine. Unless... I would. I'm. I'm a little surprised because it really felt like they could have done. Where is the love? I again in my fucking head. I'm, I'm honestly surprised they never did. Where is the love? Right.
1: <laughs> or bump it louder. Like
0: yeah. Well, <laughs> it's hard to sing pump it unless you are Will. I am.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh man.
0: So we we are poised for another iconic entrance down the aisle as we started sectionals with. Yes. Yes. But this time it is both Rachel and Finn.
1: Right. Starting with Faithfully. Is that the name of the song?
0: The name is Faithfully, but you skipped over a very important plot point. I did, I
1: did, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So they look at each other, they're waiting at their little, their doors. An auditorium has two doors because it has aisles, presumably. Yep. Um, and they look at each other, they make eye contact, and they kind of, Finn walks over to Rachel, and Rachel goes, break a leg because she's into theater and understands that's what you say. Mm-hmm. And uh, Finn, who is not into theater, uh, instead replies with, I love I you. Love you. Uh, <laughs> which is not the correct response when someone tells you to break your leg. And also, a bit much, considering their history, but sure. so That was my note. He he looks at her in the eyes, says, I love you, in his, like, frankentine voice. Um, and then they just had to go sing, which, frankly, is kind of rude, because Rachel's a pretty emotional person, and that could have really fucked her up.
1: I mean, but thank God um, they're singing a song called Faithfully, because...
0: About being in love.
1: Apropos.
0: So, they come in. Uh, my note is, at least this time, the spot person was probably ready for them and had the spotlights prepared for an aisle entrance. Right. Um, because it wasn't a stolen set list. And they sing Faithfully, and it's... So out of the of the New Direction set list, Faithfully was always going to be my least favorite, right? Really? Because it's just a... Well, it's a Finchel love ballad. It's okay. It's Rachel and Finn. Sure. They're singing like they always sing. All love songs kind of sound the same. Sure. and Especially from that era. It's good. Oh, yeah. They sound good, I think.
1: Also, um, Brad is here on a red piano. God bless.
0: Brad is here, and we love we him. Love I, I wrote, hi, Brad. Glad you're here. Yes,
1: that's it. Um, I feel like,
0: he could hear me.
1: I will say, though, like, I, I fully went into, like, competition mode, of course. Um, hell, yeah, like, hell, yeah. Like, the song, Take It or Leave It, but I thought it was a solid start, because they started yes. with a power ballad. With, like, Leah Michelle belting into the goddamn stratosphere. That yeah. is how you in start fact, this.
0: I noted particularly that Leah Michelle sounded really good on this Yeah, December.
1: she sounded like, great. Her,
0: her voice was being wonderfully used. It's a great entrance. They entrance really, like, dramatically. They come together. They get up on the stage. The curtain rises, reveals the rest of the group behind them. Right. And they come in with some backing vocals at the end. It is, in terms of, like, showmanship, it's very well done. Yes. Agreed. I just think it's boring to listen to. Sure, but it wasn't that long, so that's exactly
1: like this whole medley was just like three one-minute snippets of songs because then we go immediately into "Any Way You Want It."
0: Um, A medley, uh, a mashup of "Any Way You Want It" and "Loving, Touching, Squeezing." Yes. So we heard "Loving, Touching, Squeezing" the song way back in the pilot. Because that was the song oh. that Finn would listen to with the uh, grass painting guy. Like they were, they played that song.
1: Right, I totally. Um, so I'm a little surprised.
0: That. I'm a little surprised with their choice to mash it up with any way you want it. It worked for um, me because but, like, I
1: didn't even realize. Yeah, like yeah,
0: yeah. And any way you want it was my favorite Journey song when I was a kid. Aw. Um. Yeah. Also, that song was in Rock of Ages, wasn't it? Probably. Is that, like, the curtain call song of Rock of Ages? I,
1: I I know nothing about Rock of Ages.
0: God, you're lucky. I, like, it's... Rock of Ages is one of the few Broadway shows I've seen live.
1: Wow, okay.
0: I saw it for free.
1: Yeah. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but I was actually, like, overall, like, really impressed with, A, the whole thing, but, like, yeah, again, the showmanship, like you said. Yeah. Also, Quinn's mom is here. yes,
0: yeah, she, sne- she, um... Oh, my God. Um... Well, hold on, real quick, I'm dumb. They do do any way you want it, but the final number of Rock of Ages is fucking Don't Stop Believing.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> that makes sense. Um, Yeah, so they do a good mashup. I think um, it needed more dancing. I really wanted to see sure. like a featured dance solo in that number right. because you know it wasn't going to happen during Don't Stop, and it couldn't really happen during Faithfully, so I felt like that needed a s- featured dance number. And it was still a little bit too much Finn and Rachel Agreed. for my taste as a group number. My
1: only, yeah, that was really my only note was, like, they could have broken up the solos a little more. Like, as we get into Don't Stop, um, what I think they did Mm -hmm. really well was, like, they gave Santana and Puck a verse. Um,
0: yes, they gave. They gave
1: Artie some well, yeah. time. Um, yeah.
0: They divide up Don't Stop more, which is probably why they didn't do it for the mashup, but I really liked the sound of the mashup. Yeah. Like, that's a fun one. And yes, the shot of Quinn's mom coming in right before Don't Stop starts was really, like, sweet right. as well.
1: Um, I also noted they do the arm thing. Um mm-hmm. they, they all raise yeah, their arms so. up to the balcony, and then they fucking modulate, and I loved it. Oh, that... Um, was fucking killer. So,
0: my like, whole, my, I went on my own journey um, listening to this version of Don't Stop, which definitely starts with me being like, um, I do like how they start by just showing like the OG five. Like, they go to Kurt, then Tina, like the five people who you saw singing yeah. in the pilot. I, I'm still sick of this song, but then Santana comes in, and I'm like, yeah, wait, we're shaking things up. Yes. And then you get Tina and Artie, and I'm like, hell yeah. And then I go, key change, oh, fuck. Um, that's
1: it, though. Like, oh, God. I will say, like, as... That's all, all
0: you need to get me hyped.
1: As, I mean, it's so fucking true. And, like, as tired yeah. as the song is, like, it, this at least felt fresh. Like, yes, this felt fresh. Um, And I will say, like, overall, like, This number got to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it they have held off on doing it long enough now since the last time we heard it that...
1: There's payoff.
0: It holds that same, especially because they weren't able to do it at sectionals as they planned. Right. And so now this feels like they finally got their moment to showcase the song that made them a group. Yeah, like, just because I don't want to listen to them sing Don't Stop anymore doesn't mean I don't understand the emotional, like... Resonating, And if you're going to make me listen to a version of Don't Stop, it might be this yeah. one. Yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. And then, like, they they all come off stage. Everyone's excited. And uh, Rachel Berry goes, screw that. We're going to win this. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you are. Like, I
0: That, like, very palatable, like, post-performance energy. I
1: bought in. I was sold. And then Quinn's mom yeah. comes in and gives us she some news. Her, she left her um, dad because he left was having an affair. I know she said it was with some yep. tattooed woman.
0: Well, actually, she just said she just said some tattooed freak. So it could be a man.
1: Mm. Mm. See, in my mind, it was April Rhodes.
0: We don't know where or how many tattoos April Rhodes has,
1: or for that matter, Brian Ryan. <gasps> Maybe both. Thruple. Maybe thruple. Both. Um. <laughs> um yeah
0: so she comes and she's like quinn i shouldn't have done that to you i've cleared out the guest room i will like come back home to me and yeah and then quinn goes into labor right there
1: yeah she, she says she says say something my water just broke. good timing uh
0: also, the Good adrenaline timing. from the performing problem... I don't know how um, the birthing experience works, but I feel like those two things could be related.
1: I mean, yeah, she was pretty active. Like, I could imagine there was some sort of... People,
0: t- people tell you to go on walks labor, and labor. stuff when you're trying to go into labor, so I would imagine performing a high-energy dance number um, full of emotion could do it. Sure. But then we get...
1: <laughs> then we come back from commercial yeah. or whatever. I was gonna um, say, we cut to commercial, and we're have-
0: immediately on... Open up on vocal adrenaline's performance.
1: Yes. With an angry looking Jonathan Groff playing piano. Like naturally they're gonna do Queen. Naturally it's Bohemian Rhapsody. Naturally it's all about Jonathan which Groff it in the be.
0: Um first I wrote down that the skinny suspender look is very like twenty ten fashion. All the men are in and the pink yes. shirts, which I actually quite like. And the girls are wearing crop leggings, yeah. which is like the move for Like, oh, your skirt's Mm -hmm. gonna fly up? Put on some crop leggings underneath. You're good to go. You got it. Do whatever flips you want.
1: Man, I will say, and this is why I brought up um, the director before, because I thought, like, the whole episode, but this moment in particular was so well-directed.
0: Yeah. It's... This... It's very... It's... it's, Well, I say this a lot about Glee Numbers, but this is iconic. Mm -hmm. Like, it is something that everyone remembers. Everyone remembers... Vocal Adrenaline singing Bohemian Rhapsody in time with Quinn giving birth.
1: Right, and it's not like the art of, like, mashing up to um, like, two juxtaposing right. scenes is, like, new by any means. It's definitely classic, especially in this context, because, like, the musical yeah. timing of, like, some of the girls doing flips, and the last one you see is her, like, like, sort of, Quinn sort of thudding onto the yeah. hospital bed. And, like, Just some of the vocalizations of Bohemian Rhapsody mashing up with Quinn yelling in labor, like it was brilliant. Like credit where credit was due. This people either
0: love or like people either love or love to hate this scene because some people think it's like well some people think it's a little too too much, like. But I think it's just so much that it works. Like it's wild. It's all over the place. This song is great. Jonathan Groff sounds much better here than he did singing. Um, another one bites the dust to me even if it's just because I think the energy sure. is better vocally it might not be much better but uh-huh. just the like energy of the scene works better
1: sure um, also love that she wants Mercedes in the birthing yes, room with I her yes I don't
0: know how when you're a teenage girl how many people you're allowed to have in a birthing room with you but okay
1: right I'll, I'll forgive it because for me like this was the payoff that I have yes. been waiting for like, with this whole relationship and with this arc. Like, yeah,
0: it was very sweet, and, like, you could hear, like, Mercedes standing, like, right by her and giving her encouragement. Puck is also yeah. there, and he looks, like, kind of wide-eyed and freaked out the whole time, which I think is reasonable.
1: I think he, like, goes to see what's going on, yeah. so to speak, and gets well, freaked Well, there's also out just a thought of him standing,
0: um, like, wide-eyed, kind of staring at Quinn, like, he can't believe that this right. is happening and that she's doing this, which is, uh, seems like a reasonable...
1: The. Miracle um, of Childbirth. Everyone yeah. go
0: and rewatch this number and like just watch like the dance moves that vocal adrenaline pulls off. I don't didn't couldn't describe it well, but I wrote that there was like a movement where they like drop, I think it was some of the boys drop other boys onto the stairs and it like rolled. I don't know. It was very acrobatic mm. and super cool.
1: Apro- acrobatic there is there was definitely a lot of acrobatics for like this dance number. There was a
0: number. lot of fun like moving of people there was a weird visual imagery where all the people surround jonathan groft and so just his head is sticking out of her hands which does look a lot like he was oh, crowning right. out of being birthed which i thought was
1: oh i completely weird missed energy
0: that to, i was like i see what, like yeah they're all surrounding him they all have their hands up and it's just like jonathan Groff's little head sticking up and i'm like oh this is some imagery that i this might be was a little too far but if you're going that hard might as well
1: all right um, and everyone's at the hospital except for Leah Which, and Michelle. honestly,
0: I think makes sense for twofold reasons. One, Go on. um, I bet there's some weird arcane show choir rule that if all of you leave, you're automatically disqualified. Mm-hmm. So I bet Rachel was like, someone has to be here to represent us as the team being here. Like, like, oh, if, if we all step foot out of the property, we're automatically DQ'd or something like that. So I bet Rachel is like, I'm going to stay here in case something happens. And also, she has unfinished business with Jonathan Groff. And that shows.
1: And with Adina Menzel. It shows when she stands
0: and watches him, and she's a very good use of the Rachel glowering because she's in the back. Yes. And it almost looks like they're making intense eye contact. Like, even though I know that when you're on stage, Jonathan Groff can't see Leah Michelle. In the very back of the auditorium. No. But it feels like they're making intense theater eye contact.
1: But he knows she's there. Yeah. Um. Oh my god. And then she,
0: like, looks all yeah, sad. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's Trying to get yeah. over nothing rough. It that's was all very good.
1: Yeah, but she has to, uh...
0: Close things up with Shelby? Did you think that Rachel and Shelby needed to have another moment?
1: No, like, I... I honestly... I didn't either! Like, honestly... Adina Menzel could have left with that poker face number a couple episodes back and not even show up for, um, for the vocal adrenaline performance.
0: And that would yeah. have been fine. Honestly, if anything, I feel like Rachel had unfinished business with Jesse. Yeah. And that's who she should have confronted to be like, I mean, our relationship was weird and maybe sort of built on a sham. And I think I'm done. With, like, I'm over. Also, you like,
1: one. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, But she goes to Shelby and says, you and I both know Jesse doesn't have much heart. We all know, like, you're all phoning it in, essentially. You should come teach at McKinley.
0: None of this made sense to me. Right.
1: You have so much to teach me. And I'm like, Uh. stop. My note literally is stop trying to trap your mother.
0: Right? Like, they literally just went through all of them, like, getting closure about, and and is this like not like oh just because we're mother and daughter but more like you're just that vocally talented and i need to learn from you kind of deal
1: right but
0: it didn't didn't make sense right
1: um and then immediately um well we also learned that adina menzel wants to give up coaching glee club and she wants a family all
0: together all together a family um and she very pointedly asks, oh, where's the rest of your team? And Rachel says, oh, they're at the hospital. Quinn, Quinn had, her baby. had her baby. Remember that, that this got said. Remember that. This will become important later.
1: I definitely clocked that. Any whom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Sue Sylvester walks into the judge's room and immediately opens with, Newton John, you're dead to me. That was great.
0: They <gasps> um, have beef.
1: They have beef. And now's not the time to grill it because they have to... Uh, they have to judge
0: (gasps) okay you're right it's not the time to grill it (laughs) um she comes yeah sue is all like well i don't care who wins first or second but i have very strong opinions about third and then they start doing like actual sort of judging like olivia newton john is insulted that more people didn't do her songs um all of a sudden olivia newton john is just like a major
1: like asshole
0: Yeah, I think she was supposed to maybe be one in her episode, but it didn't come across that way, so now she just seems out of character.
1: Right. Um, Um. And then, uh, I guess there's some sort of implication that Rod Remington fucked Freddie Mercury back in the day?
0: There is! There is that implication, which, good for him?
1: Sure. Um, And then Groban is the the first one to say, New Directions have heart. And there's you that one. You gotta again. have heart. Gotta have heart.
0: All you really need is heart. Oh, gee. The damn Yankees once said...
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Yankees damned once said...
0: Yes. Um, <laughs> Yankees, quote, quote damned. You know, um, <laughs>
1: comma damned. Um,
0: <laughs> Yankees, derogatory. Um,
1: <laughs> um, yes.
0: I, that's all I could think about when he said that, that it was just like, damn, they break. do, they should have sung We Gotta they Have Heart at some point. Um, it's a really wasted opportunity. Absolutely. And then, they all start ragging on Sue for being like, you're not a celebrity, you're just a cheerleading coach from Ohio.
1: By that logic, like, also then why is Rod Remington
0: there? Exactly! Right? They're all like, oh, well, me and Josh Groban are gonna go fly first class back to L.A. Once this is over, what are you gonna do? I'm like, Rod Remington is right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, this bitch doesn't have a leg to stand on. He hasn't won any cheerleading competitions. But exactly. Okay, I like, guess it... we'll
1: all just bully Sue. Yeah, that, like... Either have like three internet, like three international pop stars, get fucking J Lo in there,
0: yeah, get and J-Lo Sue, in there.
1: or have everyone just not be, a, or have everyone be a local celebrity, like right? during sectional, uh, well, during like, sectionals.
0: I know they needed to like make Sue feel bad so she could like make have a, a change choice of from heart, her heart. Yeah, but like, which is Rod exactly Remington what happens. Kinda, Rod Remington threw the, everything into a wrench because turns out. He's also just a local news anchor, and no one wanted to talk about that.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so, then we go to the judging. hmm And, first of all, if there's only three, it seems weird to announce second place first. Because then... Yeah. You, you've left the winner and the, the shitty, shitty loser on stage to have hope. Which, I feel like you should go start with the loser and then say he That's... was first, his second then first.
1: I feel like that's what it's supposed to be, but because it's Glee and because it's... We needed to. We need the... Yeah, we need the, um...
0: The, we needed the drama of it. Or,
1: like, if the whole stakes were, like, you have to win regionals, you have mm-hmm. to place first, or... Bye-bye? Yeah. It would've... I Like, I was expecting um aural intensity to come in third, and mm-hmm. so the whole build-up would've been around did they get first or second.
0: Right, um, which makes much more sense. Right. But instead... Uh, New Directions comes in dead last, which is to say third out of three, which isn't bad because... I mean, yeah. Um, So as someone who was watching this for the first time, did you expect... Well, I guess you sort of answered this, but did you expect them to lose?
1: I honestly don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I, I I knew that it really could have gone either way, and I knew that that's what they were building towards. Yeah. And I, I think... I don't know because I I knew that either they were going to lose and they were going to find some sort of like redemption. I figured they might just because everyone was ragging on them in yeah. the judging room. Um or they would win and it would all be fine and like hey, everyone gets a season 2. Um right. which I would have been happy for like part like I again, I bought into this episode. I wanted them to win. I thought like if I were judging that, I think I would have voted for them. Yeah. For if nothing else the heart
0: they have heart
1: they have they heart. really do they have chutzpah um,
0: but they instead come in dead last which means we are told that this is the end of glee club oh no
1: i don't know why i have the note kiss oh does sue say kiss my ass josh groban
0: yes she does she does perfect. in fact say kiss my ass josh groban and perfect really, aren't we all saying that
1: yes okay Amazing. So we're back in the hospital now. Yes,
0: we're standing in front of the wall of babies, which wall is where babies. all babies go. Um, <laughs> there's I I think an honestly pretty sweet exchange between uh, Puck and Quinn where Yeah. he goes like do you want to like do you want to keep her and Quinn very quietly and calmly just says no. No. Um which, which I good. think is fair because she's a 16-year-old girl.
1: Right. And then she
0: asks him like she goes, she asks him, like, do you love me? And he goes, yes, especially now. Which is probably because she just, he just watched her give birth, which from what I understand. To his kid, to their kid. Is a, is a pretty uh, large experience to witness. So, mm-hmm. and then while they're having this nice moment, up pops Shelby. Idina Menzel is here <laughs> in her mildly sinister way to just be like, hmm. Which she sounds a little bit like. <laughs> like like an into the woods witch where she's like which one's yours never mind yes. i can tell
1: oh <laughs> does she God. have a name
0: like she's a like she's a witch trying to st- she sounds like a witch trying to steal the baby and you should never give the witch the name which Quinn knows cuz she goes no and then puck the idiot is like no her name is beth and now that means adina herself can kidnap that baby <laughs> in terms of like fey logic She's fucked. <laughs> oh man Idina Menzel is actually a witch. I wonder where they got that idea from. Uh, Jesus Christ on skates. Uh. <laughs> also, like, we we had to
1: call her Beth. We had to call yeah, her Beth. Yeah, after the Kiss
0: song that everyone loved. I know, but still. Um, it's, a, it's a fine name, I guess. It's. Oh. I mean, I
1: like the name Beth, but, like, it's so, it, that's just one of those moments where, it is like, you weird... did the thing. You had to do the yeah. thing. Um, then we're back in, oh, then we're, then we're back in, uh, the school. And Emma yeah. is, like...
0: Going off.
1: Going off on Figgins. Again, over something that he can't really control. Control, correct. Being Figgins the budget some, yep, and the fact that, like, they didn't win. Mm-hmm. Um, So the choir is going to Model UN. Weird weird flex, but okay.
0: Um, Especially since so much of this was about Sue trying to get the choir room for some reason. Yeah, she doesn't worth... even get it.
1: Right? Unless she runs Model UN at the same time, which, you know... I would buy
0: it. She seems like she would love to have a hand in politics. Exactly. Um, And then uh,
1: some things are worth fighting for. I love you, Emma. I
0: said. This is the episode for pretty subpar love confessions. Like, oh my god, yeah. Will, you don't love Emma? Like, at least with Finn, he's a dumb child, high schooler who probably does think he's in love with Rachel because he doesn't know any better. Will is a full-grown adult. Who just really uh, puts Emma on the spot, and then does in the middle of the hallway? Hallway, the second hallway kiss of the episode.
1: And this time, it's like with students around and shit.
0: Yeah, and she doesn't really look super like she looks confused by it. Certainly to start, I don't know if she gets into it, but this just like and my note here is no thank you. Yeah, but fair.
1: This isn't the end game that I care about.
0: No. Well, we've seen so little of Emma in sort of the back half that, like, because they were out working. Like, it's not like they agreed to stay apart and then they've been fostering a friendship that we've seen. They just, like, haven't been talking. Right. And so to suddenly have Will be like, JK, I love you. Exactly. Nah. Uh
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Especially since he's done nothing to improve himself. Like he said he would.
1: Yes. But yeah, so then we're back in the auditorium. Yeah, they um, they
0: come get Will and like we have to, we have to show you something.
1: Matt has a line.
0: Yeah, I God my bless. Is, yeah, Matt, say it. <laughs> and they do the whole. Before we'll call Glee it Club. last day of
1: yeah last yeah. day of camp. Energy part two.
0: Correct. Um, Everyone goes around and says who they were before Glee Club, um, and most of them I think are like nice and sweet. I think Mercedes. Her big confession being like, before I was a closeted diva. That line's a little weird. I don't really know what that means. Also,
1: um, Tina had a stutter, but we learned that she didn't have a stutter. She was faking it.
0: she was. I guess it would have been too weird to say I was faking a stutter. Maybe not everyone knew that. I don't know.
1: Oh, I mean, I would have been fine with it.
0: Um, Brittany's feels like a cop-out because she just, like, says Hannah's like, I hated everyone. And... And Brittany was like, yeah, me too. I'm so like, do I. On. Oh, my God. I love that, though. I, mean, I wanted to hear, like, what Brittany felt about her life pre that wasn't just sure. a Santana No, that would have been great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and Matt's
0: was like, he was afraid to, or Mike's was, I was afraid to dance outside of my room. It was like, there were some sweet ones.
1: Tender. And then, of course, we have, I didn't have a father.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, okay. Well, I would
1: argue you still don't, fit. Actually...
0: Depending on where the Kurt and Bert is sitting at, which I guess is tangentially related to Glee, but he's clearly talking about Will, and that's a lot to put on your uh, teacher.
1: Yeah. Don't, um, don't call also, teacher
0: your dad. Yeah. Hey Finn, don't do that. <laughs> teacher isn't dad.
1: <laughs> teacher, no dad.
0: Get it through there. <laughs> Couldn't tell my
1: left from my left. Huh? Okay. So, oh god. <laughs> We won because we have you as a teacher. You are Glee Club, and you're in all of us now.
0: Just four-second-long fart noise. <laughs> 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 Whatever. Maybe I'm oh, too God. cynical for this late in the season, but I can't take another speech like this.
1: I mean, like, it, they could have just been like, hey, like, it, it didn't work out. It sucked. Maybe they had their, like, before Glee Club, I was XYZ. yeah. But they could have just gone. They could have then just said, This is for you. Mm hmm. Um, thank you. Here's a song, To Sir With Love. Quinn is just back in school. Yeah. Like she never gave birth. Yep. Um,
0: Quick recovery.
1: I mean, the song is fine. I don't care much about the song. No. Um, is this I,
0: song from something, To Sir With Love? I don't love? know.
1: I don't even. I. Didn't even recognize the song, really. Me
0: neither. I think I only know it from Glee. It feels like it's from something. It has a title, like it could be from something. but Sure. I, it, there is a movie called Two Sir With Love. Maybe it's from that. Eh. Very unclear. Um, I thought you can tell there's some good emotional acting. There's a lot of crying eyes. People have been here's trying. My, here's mm-hmm. my
1: thing, though. I wanted crying voices.
0: Mm. Give me
1: cry voices or give me death.
0: That's how you can tell this was studio recorded, that they did not give them cry voices.
1: Right. Which, like, I understand on an intellectual level, but no. Give me that raw live performance where they're crying.
0: Yeah. I was mostly kind of, like, not upset. I was underwhelmed by this number because the last time they did something like this, where it was like a, "Will we, our students, are going to sing to you because you're so important to us as a Glee teacher that they did My Life Would Suck Without You, which was with all the different choreography, and it was a much more fun number. And I understand that they were doing that coming off of a win, and they're doing this coming off of a loss, so obviously they're going to not be the same, But and the one coming off of the win is more fun, and this was supposed to be emotions, but they've already did this, and they did it better last time.
1: Yeah, they could have just done My Life Would Suck Without You again, and I would have been fine. You know
0: what I would have even been fine with? I would have been fine with like a weird stripped down version of my life with like an acoustic. My life would suck without you.
1: Again, you are in my fucking head because I was just thinking, or like at least like a a sentimental version.
0: Right? But no, we had to have this song, which was fine. I don't really like it. Um,
1: Sure. But Sue's here and she has
0: feelings.
1: Her change of heart has been sort of confirmed with this. Sue's
0: Um, heart has grown three sizes this day.
1: Uh, Just like Matthew Morrison as the Grinch. All
0: comes back to the Grinch. (laughs) Um, Uh I mean, that song. Her listening to that song was meant to give you feelings, so she did come in on the feelings song. Yes. Um, and it was shown that she actually voted
1: for new directions for new
0: directions, um, and she actually put uh, Oriel intensity second and vocal adrenaline third, and I do wonder that, perhaps. If she actually kind of fucked them up in the long run, because that probably gave Oral Intensity a lot of second place votes to Mm. put them into second. That if she had voted New Directions second, they might have placed. This is just my head cannon, but.
1: I mean, yeah, that's a a, a good question, yeah. Um, Um, But yeah, so then it's like last day of school. um, Will's packing up the choir room, and um, Sue enters with, It's as barren as me in here, Will. Yep. Um, I had
0: to actually rewind and make sure I heard her say that right. I was like, excuse me? Oh, (laughs) okay.
1: Sure. Then, like, she actually goes up to, uh... We find out that she told Figgins that Glee Club gets another year. Yes. And it all, of course, dirtily enough, comes back to the sexual blackmail thing. It
0: always comes back to blackmail, and she's like, this is the last time we'll use the blackmail to actually bring Glee back, and he was like, okay. Weird, but okay.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess that Worked out, Yep. Um, yeah, and then she—they actually admit to kind of admiring each other.
0: Yes, I um, think it's a very a good enough scene to end the season of like Will v Sue on. I agree.
1: I would even argue it's a good enough season to it's a good enough scene to end the season on.
0: And yet, it keeps going.
1: They have another year. Yep and therefore another song to sing before we can roll credits.
0: Uh, I'm just... Ian. Karina. I'm so tired of the ukulele cover of Somewhere Over the Rainbow.
1: I was tired of this cover in 2010. Yeah. When they filmed and or aired I certainly this episode.
0: don't need... A white man with ukulele to sing me this song,
1: and I don't need Puck to be part of this either,
0: yeah, it's weird, it's just convenient because he's the only one who can play guitar canonically in the in the world already plays bass, I think, and so it's just weird, and I was like, this is boring.
1: I didn't need it.
0: it's a fine enough song, but it's just it's boring and unnecessary, and I get like we have some like shots over like the song like we see. It is over this song that we see, we see Shelby adopting Quinn and Puck's baby. Beth, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think going to a baby room is like going to an animal shelter where you can just be like, I will take this one and you get to go home with it that day. <laughs> I think the process is a little bit longer than that. Glee. I, I do
1: love the idea that you can walk into a baby shelter and be like, I'll take
0: <laughs> the baby shelter. It's called an orphanage. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, there's a lot of loose ends with that plot that they clearly didn't want to deal with, so they were just like, "Give it to Idina Menzel. We won't see her again." Um,
1: Which, like, I'm glad they did. Like, that's a nice little way to wrap up that.
0: Yeah, like, it her, it feels her very, arc and that arc. It's very forced and very sudden and not at all realistic, but at least it's done with. Um, and, I mean, honestly,
1: I'm cool with it, um, and I agree also, with you, and I'm cool with it.
0: Yeah. And we also see, like, the pan out shot that Rachel and Finn are holding hands, which makes me feel like they've once again not told us that they are, they are getting back together.
1: Yeah, it's going to be some sort of dumb implication that we find out in a recap next We're going
0: to find out in season, season two. And then um,
1: the only thing that I really liked about this number was mm-hmm. that Quinn and Kurt had, like, this little friendship moment. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to see more of that.
0: Quinn, when she's not suddenly being a huge bitch or weirdly racist, has a lot of nice moments with side characters you don't expect, but they don't right. explore that enough. You just have to catch it in the background. Yeah. Um, uh. And that's kind of... That's it.
1: That's the season. Holy Here's,
0: shit. I have... My first question before we start kind of wrapping up everything is, which do you think did a better job at being a finale? Because I kind of feel like the mid-season the sectional mid-season finale where they weren't sure if like where they shot it that way they did because they thought it might be the end of the show mm-hmm. that i thought that was a much better finale than this oh one. i
1: agree 100 um
0: i'm assuming it's something to do with the fact that by the time this aired they knew they were picked up for season two so they weren't trying to wrap up like everything they were just trying to like right it's another year here's a nice song bada bang bada boom
1: yeah, I mean, like, if this were, and we had talked about this in the past, but if, if sectionals were the season one finale, mm-hmm. and this episode we're talking about now were the season two finale, I think it would have played better. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I still like. I still don't love that song that they ended on. Um,
0: Either of the two, but, the last two songs they did. They I know, right? Enjoy. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, no, do true colors again if you're going to sit in a circle. Um I don't know where that came from, but um no, I, I definitely agree with you. The sectionals was a much better finale.
0: It was a tighter um, episode because they weren't sure if they were ever going to get to do another yeah. glee. Now they had too much freedom and too much power and too much of a fan base that they don't think they tried as hard um, They flew
1: too close to the sun. Fucking right right away.
0: Icarus bitches. Um, Icarus bitches. But Huh. That was, that's, that's this episode of Glee. And that is, in fact, all of season one of Glee.
1: Yeah. Um, oh my goodness.
0: How, how do you feel?
1: Man. Fine.
0: Mm. Um, the Ian Brodsky special.
1: Well, I mean, listen, I started saying fine because you and our friend Sarah Bolton were saying fine. Yeah, it's true. It's, uh, I don't know, like. It, it, I think it's weirder to be at the end of like our first season of this podcast Pod-
0: than Glee in general. Yeah, yeah that makes sense, honestly, because this has been a zone journey, yeah, as it were.
1: Right. As it were. How are you feeling?
0: Oh, you know, uh, season one, it's like an old comfort blanket, and I repressed Aww. a lot of it, but then I was like, there's some legitimate good episodes of Glee. Um,
1: Absolutely.
0: This is, I was bringing this on you kind of short notice, but do you think, Ooh. what was your favorite episode? of season one hmm um it's
1: I mean it might be sectionals but there's something to me that stands out about um vitamin D
0: yeah vitamin D is really good it
1: is and
0: it's a pretty Um, early one
1: it's still in like an original mix of like really strong episodes Mm -hmm. um yeah so like I don't know that might be my favorite so far it's definitely I, yeah. the one that stands out in my mind the most
0: um sectionals, I think is probably the most generally overall best episode um right, but there's a lot that have like ep- like I like so much of laryngitis, even if there's that mm. one part that I very much don't like i mean Akafella's was if aellos was, was, was fun, yeah,
1: it was weird, but i I really enjoyed talking about that yes. one like. And that was when we had Annette on the show, and like, of course, yeah. I reference her. Um, Ryan Murphy has never spoken to a woman a lot, because but like, it's true. Talking about it's true, but recapping that one was one of my favorites. Um, um
0: I think Throwdown is also. Uh, oh, Throwdown was
1: great. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: Well, let's go micro then macro in terms of songs. Then, um, okay. This episode, you know the drill. We've got a whole mm-hmm. bunch to choose from. Um all those journey songs. Technically I guess you could pick the the combo magic slash you raise me up, Bohemian Rhapsody, and then Two Sir with Love and Over the Rainbow.
1: <laughs> mm. I guess I, I think I'd go with the journey, uh the journey the journey. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I would say it's almost a toss up for me between the journey mashup, so not Don't Stop Her Faithfully, but the um or maybe on some days in my like scale towards Bohemian Rhapsody but like you don't really need a cover of Bohemian Rhapsody by Glee.
1: Exactly. I would you know
0: what it was I'd probably get the love and touch and squeeze in any way you want it but I'd rewatch the Bohemian Rhapsody scene on YouTube because oh, it's got those visual absolutely. elements you need to uh...
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: and then let's go let's go macro then do you have like what song of all the Glee covers stands out the most to you I'm not going to make oh, you pick man. a favorite, but like are what's one what of those performances stick in your brain?
1: Honestly, like what stands out to me the most? I mean, it's kind of like two come to mind right away. Okay. And that's um gives you hell. Yeah. Um
0: interesting.
1: And um the Halo Walking, Walking on Sunshine, sunshine mashup.
0: Yeah.
1: I for some reason like I loved those. Like
0: That's fair. Yeah. Um, which is so interesting, because for me, the, uh, the boys mashup, the, um, Confessions Part 2, and, um... Amazing. i of not a prayer, but it's Bon Jovi. Um. Yeah. I, you'd think I would remember. I can see the whole thing. So that one definitely, like, sticks out, because I like the, like, and that's, like, the first mashup, um, right. episode, so we really, like, it sets a precedent. Um... It's it's my life. It's my life in confessions, is it?
1: Yes. Um.
0: Then the, a lot of the mashups stick up because it, like that also made me think about the very uncomfortable but kind of entertaining young girl don't stand so close to me mashup. Oh that my Will god. Saves. Um. Yeah. And also, it would probably be the dream on duet. Like I know we just watched that one, so it's fairly fresh. But, but that's
1: solid. It's a
0: solid number. Um, and of course, um. Christian Chen with Matthew Morrison singing Fire.
1: Right. We know how you stand that some one. Killer, there's um, some
0: really good songs in
1: this. But also, like, and I mean, like, My Life Would Suck Without You, just yeah. as I know. Like, I mean, yes, like, it's a whole production number, but them singing that song was actually really fucking solid.
0: Oh, man. Um, and we're on our way onto season two.
1: Yes. Um, we will be taking a bit of a hiatus. Yes. But we won't be leaving you for yeah. like we won't you won't we won't be radio silent as it were.
0: It would be impossible. We don't we're not capable of being radio silent. We need too much attention.
1: Exactly. Um so keep an eye on your feeds, wink wink. In the meanwhile, where can people find you on social medias, Karina? Well,
0: if you're trying to find me on social media, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, all on the same handle that is Epic Adventure of. Um I'm there, I'm doing stuff, it's fine. Ian, where can people find you?
1: You can find me at ibroski on Twitter and Instagram, ianjbrodski.com, and ibrods on TikTok.
0: Yeah. 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 My favorite yeah. thing is people are going to go back through these episodes, and at some point you're going to start mentioning Clubhouse, and then you're going to stop mentioning Clubhouse. I
1: know. I think about that every time I bring this up, because I'm like, do we even fucking mention it anymore? <laughs> no, just let it quietly and I'm, fade I'm not from going existence. to. Um, exactly.
0: Uh, if you would like to find the show, you can find the show at at Glee Aggressive on Twitter and Instagram, gleeaggressive at gmail.com for anything that exceeds the character limit of those two. Um, we would love to hear from you what are your favorite songs of the season, what are your favorite moments from the season? Um, what do you if Even you're your least favorites. Yes, yeah, tell me what the biggest cringe of the season. If you um you can send cryptic messages about things you're looking forward to in season two that Ian can read and try to decipher put it in code yes. and then i'll know what you're talking please, about
1: please no spoilers but like make it cryptic that'd yeah. be fun no
0: spoilers but if you can send it in a complex code that i can crack that ian can't that'll be uh wonderful um yes tell us everything how you feel all the time um yes. if you are a fan of the show please please you uh tell your friends about it if you think they'd enjoy it rate review subscribe like, all yeah. those good things because they help us grow
1: all right
0: yeah but that was it um Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you don't have to watch anything for a little bit. I'll tell you when you do, but keep an eye on your feed for some special things coming your way. Um, Ian, so thank you for joining us for season one of Glee on Glee Aggressive. So I have to ask, Ian, does watching season one of Glee make you want to watch season two?
1: Yeah, I want to see what happens. Hell
0: yeah. Oh yeah.
1: We'll see you soon.